myself some of this good good because it goes had a long day yep oh my gosh guys do you hear how glorious that sounds batung asmr duck bed hi welcome to not that you asked but today oh sorry <laughs> This mic is so dope, guys. I ordered this mic um, before I introduce everything. I ordered this mic about a month ago, month and a half ago. And I'm not going to lie. Um, for me, it was quite pricey. But I know there's more expensive mics. So I did not expect for this sound to be as crisp and clean. Like, guys... Did you guys hear that? Hold on. Uh, oh my God. I might just get into ASMR. I might just, guys. And there's coin there. There's coin. Like, um, I know this because I'm an ASMR fan, man. That stuff is nice. But that's not the point. Hi, guys. Um, if you're not familiar, my name is Tato. Welcome to Not That You Asked But. I'm your host... I think it was supposed to be the other other way around but yeah I'm your host and uh, before I even get into everything that I'm going to speak about today I think I want to talk about well not talk about but just kind of like voice my concern about the hiking numbers concerning or regarding COVID-19 ladies and gentlemen Yo, 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 it's getting scary. It's getting so, so scary. And with everything that's happening with the healthcare system and see, it's seeming like it might collapse, I am going to use this platform to voice my unwarranted warning. <laughs> I think, warning. But can we please just be cautious? just for this period please can we stay home things are not looking cute a lot of people i know are getting sick a lot of people who know people i know are losing loved ones so please can you just behave as though you already have the coronavirus can you treat yourselves can you look after yourselves and can you just please stay home joe I was judging. Hey guys, I went to a supermarket today, All Saint in Randburg, to go get some groceries. It's the beginning of the month, and Hilang, there's a mug and bean there, but mug and bean there by the spa. And I know sit downs are open, but it's like, guys, have you no no shame? Like, how how can you be out right now? Like it, it's not. Hi guys, I'm sorry, maybe in dim, but. Can we please be more cautious during this period? I think, especially our healthcare system, it needs it. It needs it. Hospitals are filling up. Our healthcare workers are getting infected. Things are not looking cute. So can we please, yo, hey guys, yo, please. But anyways, let's get into what I'm about to talk about today. So just to give you guys a bit of a background... A couple days ago, my dad decided to invite me to go do grocery shopping with him. 
so that he could pay because you know i'm broken all and i'm well i do have money now but it's just like why would i spend my own money are you mad so i was like you know dad <laughs> okay i'll take up this offer because i need all the groceries i can get and i need your card so let's go and my baby sister comes to me and you know like she's in that prepubescent stage of life that very awkward stage of life where you're developing but you're not developing but you are developing like your body's starting to change so so when I was with my sister I had picked up that um she's growing she's growing and she came to me and she's on some like oh I need I was tato that's what she calls me um I need a bra type of thing and hey guys shame actually shout out to my dad because he's always been like um (laughs) you know he does get a a bit he used to get very uncomfortable those situations we put him in but he knew he had to do them like he was like you know what i didn't get any but it's fine i will i will do what i have to do to accommodate you guys so he's just a super father man he's amazing and what happened is he did buy like bras prior to my sister asking me but they were thrown away by family members because they were just kind of like hey boy you're too young to be wearing bras even though they can see oh babes is growing and guys she was triggering me which is so weird because she's literally just doing what she's supposed to do growing up like those things can't be triggering you but they do because at her age I then I became very conscious of myself but before I get into that you know we then picked out, you know, her little cute bras, you know, with the tag, my first bra. So, like, shame. It's cute. looks adorable. It's age-appropriate also. Please keep in mind, like, it's, it's not like we were buying, like, cup-sized, you know what I'm saying? These are age-appropriate. That stage where, you know, a prepubescent child is developing into a teenager. So, yeah, her... her you know buying these bras and whatever and the family members throwing the bras away triggered me triggered guys like yo let's come boards let's come boards like i do not want to talk about primary school i don't want to talk about high school it was a very traumatic period for girl it was very very traumatic and i think a couple days ago yeah or yesterday jackie Ina did release like an IGT video where she was kind of explaining that um, she posted a bikini pic and then some light-skinned girls came out and kind of like <laughs> I don't know unwarrantedly if that's the word DM'd her about bleaching her inner thighs and just like darker parts on her body that she had previously not even noticed like for her they were just like not issues and when she said that I could relate I could relate because it does remind me of um I guess the stage that I see my sister in well she's not going through that now but like I see myself like that stage when I was 11 and how I really I never really picked up on things um that were changing in my body and stuff until people pointed them out so even like um I didn't think I needed a bra until someone told me, girl, you don't have a bra. <laughs> and I was like, shucks. 
okay and I could never like I didn't want to do sports I didn't want to even walk with my arms to my sides because I did not want people to see my boobs like or the ones that were poking out I did not want to do anything and that really did kind of affect the way I saw myself this was when I was 11 guys so you can already imagine why am I speaking like this? You can already imagine how how long the journey has been, right? Um, yeah, it affected the way I then, it, I guess it got even worse in high school. And please bear in mind, both cases, primary and high school, I did go to predominantly white high schools. And they were co-ed. So obviously, like, with the boys, things become even worse, guys. Because all you also kind of do is, like, seek to be desirable. (laughs) I mean, we see it in our media. We saw it in our favorite chick flicks, which I do think they need to start looking into getting black women lead chick flicks. Because a lot of my favorite ones are lead casted. Is that the word? You guys will figure it out. You know what I mean white women are the leads basically and obviously like things like that the media and the environment I was in grew up in did shape the way I saw myself um I had huge identity issues huge identity issues and it's not as to say that um I should not have made it everyone else's responsibility but my own but I did I was seeking validation. It all really started then when people started noticing things, you know, start noticing your skin color, the way your hair is, the way your boobs are sitting, the way your hips are coming out. Like those things, when they're pointed out, you kind of allow people to micromanage you because um, I don't know. Well, me personally, I did seek that validation you know if someone said I'm beautiful it made me feel good like that's the truth if someone said I'm ugly it did affect me you know what I'm saying so seeking validation was important back then because it's it's contributed to the way I saw myself which should not have happened because really it's no matter how many people are going to sit in a line and tell you beautiful, your heart, you're sexy, your body's perfect. No matter how many people can sit there and tell you how you are, it's not going to completely shift the way you think about yourself. That's something that is your responsibility at the end of the day. I do believe, however, people can contribute to the way we get towards that journey of self-acceptance. And that's what this podcast is about, or this episode. Um... And I'm saying that because I was young, I was very young and I do feel like, you know, when you're very young, (laughs) I mean, you you don't know about things like self-awareness. You can't tell yourself certain things. You're kind of like molded by the things you go through, the experiences you go through in the world. And I know for a fact that if my experience had been a bit different, maybe I wouldn't have struggled with that whole self-acceptance journey for so long. Right. So in all of this, I then kind of figured out that um, right now I'm in such a wholesome space. Um, I It's so weird because I don't want to call it self-love because I feel like I'm still on that journey. 
but I know I'm at a better stage than I was back then. I'm in a more fulfilling stage than I was back then. I'm happier and I'm more at peace. And that's when I kind of found out, okay, there's a thing called self-acceptance. It contributes to that whole spectrum of self. So self-love, self-identity, self-image. But it's important because when you self-accept, you can allow for everything else to kind of fall into place. You know, when you accept yourself in the rights and in the wrongs, it's kind of easier to then create or start the journey of self-love. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Um, If you do disagree, do let me know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's just how I see it. But I'm going to read to you the definition of self-acceptance and then go into this a bit more. So positivepsychology.com defines self-acceptance as an individual's acceptance of all of his or her attributes, positive or negative. Okay, so I think it really is all in the actual word. But how this became a conversation of self-acceptance was the fact that um, I really did start my life, I'm not start my life, but going into my teenage years and then going into my adult years, I just spent a lot of my life allowing myself to be micromanaged and with that came silence you know because all you want to do is listen to people and be likable and and try not to say the right I mean say the wrong thing or be sensitive to people's feelings and um kind of tread very lightly um and it's so weird because in I thought to myself that I was um, being the, I guess, perfect human, the, you know, the lovely human. And it's so weird because I could never accept it. Like I, it just felt like I was always walking on eggshells, guys. I, I knew for a fact that what I was doing, who I was, was not completely me. And I didn't understand because I was like, I'm doing everything right. Like what is wrong? Um, there was even an incident in high school, not high school, primary school, where I got to be on a stage for the first time. My history teacher really liked a project I did with three other friends of mine and wanted us to present in assembly. And when we did, oh, we smashed it. We smashed it. And trust me, I didn't want to do it. Your girl, oh my gosh, guys, I was not okay. I had deep social anxiety at the time because I was just like, dude, what if I humiliate myself? Yo, there were so many things going in my head at the time. But I did not want to be on that stage. But I had to because I had to be a trooper. All my other three friends were on that stage. We had to do this together. No one was letting the other down. Destiny's child, you know what I'm saying? So afterwards, I'd gotten so many compliments because during the performance, I basically sang and oh people they were they enjoyed the performance chef's kiss it was perfect um however I didn't pursue music or pursue my hobby of singing afterwards because I felt like I was owed or rather not owed but somebody had to kind of force me in that direction like I needed one more push you know you know like how sometimes they talk about how some people are scouted I felt like that's that's what I needed like someone had to find me I shouldn't have gone out of my way um that is how deep 
or rather how bad things were for me. And <laughs> I went the longest time, maybe all my primary school years and all my high school years doing things that didn't fulfill me and like missing out on opportunities I personally feel like I would have thrived in because I was trying so hard to to allow myself to be pushed by people you know (laughs) which is so wild which is so so wild and it was a huge um fault on my part because I missed out on a lot um my boyfriend always reminds me about like some of the things that I missed out on and just how proud of me is and all that. Not even just my boyfriend, but even my friends, like in certain aspects, even this podcast. If Tato from <laughs> a couple years ago decided to start a podcast, hell, girl, would it even start? That's the question. Would it, e- would not that you asked, but be here. That's the question you need to ask yourself. Um, or rather, that's the extent you need to go with how deep things were. But, yeah, no, I, yeah, things, I didn't do things I enjoyed. And I let my silence allow people to get the better of me. Um, people got away with a lot. People got away with a lot because, girl, if I speak, you know that, <laughs> you know that phrase, if I speak, speak <laughs> people got away with a lot because of how silent I was and I, I I regret it like a lot of times in my life but I guess like things back then didn't allow us to or even as black as black women to have a voice you know uh, that's why I'm so proud of the kids I've said say is a gen z if I'm not mistaken you know people protesting um about the natural hair regulations Oh, it is so fulfilling to see because it's like, yo, a lot of us lacked that back then. You know, we were quiet, but I must speak for myself now. Like I was quiet on a lot of things. And um, it's it, it was all about adaptability, to be honest, like trying to adapt to every single circumstance. And that requires you to bum by yourself and literally not speak. Um... And I'm sure people would not believe me if I told them that literally things in my life started falling in place when I started gaining a sense of self. And that literally only started plus minus three years ago. Literally 20, yo, but 20 something, (laughs) okay, that literally only started three years ago. Um, just know that I'm not old, old, but in layman's terms, I'm old. And you would think that, you know, by the time you're like 19 going to varsity, you'd be figuring things out. You got your shit together. But I really only started getting my shit together three years ago. And this was after I'd already selected the degree I was doing at Vits. Um, (laughs) hey guys. I then started like listening to myself and I started gaining a voice. And when that happened, ooh, I'm doing the thing that I want to do. I'm doing the thing that I want to do. I have a good job. Um, I have this podcast and I have very important people in my life. I don't think you understand. I think when you're silent, you expect 
you accept BS, when you do not, if you're not in tune with yourself and do not accept yourself, because like I said, um, with self-acceptance, it requires you to, to, to be able to accept yourself in all aspects, both positive and negative. So obviously when your negative traits or what people deem negative are showing through, people are like, well, she, who are you? You know what I'm saying? And people start trickling out of your life because they can't handle that, you know? But I have people who stayed with me. I actually have friends who I've known. There's a friend I have I've known for over two decades. There's a friend who I've had for over a decade. Um, there's friends that have stuck around even when my negative, well, what, like I'll say, what people deem negative, show. And that kind of shows you the value in the people you have around you. You don't just have people that are yes men. I love that I have friends who can call me out when I'm doing nonsense. I love friends who want to help guide me in a particular direction if I'm going other otherwise, other ways, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, self-acceptance was probably the most valuable part of my life I had to reach because my life became valuable. A lot of my things, the things that I'm doing are valuable. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm starting to get into the things I've always enjoyed, but just never had the privilege of doing so because I held myself back. So, hey, man, hey, man, yeah, listen, uh, this is not an episode about self-love because girl we're not there we are not there hell we're not close we're getting there um but we're not there but I do know that what I'm saying contributes to that journey and it's so weird because for the longest time of my life I'd been seeking self-love because it was just thrown in my face a lot of articles I saw self-love how to love yourself love yourself love your body and I'd never, I guess, really come across something that would talk about, like, dude, embrace yourself even in the things that make people uncomfortable. And I guess self-love was always speaking from the self-image perspective, I guess. Uh, I didn't really see it as self-love holistically. And that's what self-acceptance kind of made me see, that... Um, there's a part of you or a bit of self-awareness that needs to happen in order for you to embrace all that's wrong and right with you. Even the toxic traits, we need to have a very open discussion about toxic traits. It's not for this episode, but we will talk about it because as long as, as, <laughs> as much as they're bad, um, they can be fixed and toxic traits really develop from a certain certain conditioning and you can definitely become self-aware enough to identify those things and fix them and that's why I was saying like self-acceptance comes with that like acknowledging that okay this might be a toxic thing of mine let me go and sort it out you know what I'm saying it's accepting that it exists right please understand in no way is this podcast advocating for people to continue with their bullshit behavior. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you know you are wrong, fix yourself, honey. Sort yourself out. This is not that podcast. I'm not about to, 
yay yay oh, go to you oh, if they hate you girl carry on about your life if the common denominator is you sweetie go do some self-introspection what's wrong with you what's wrong but it's really all about um not beating yourself up too much about it knowing that okay i might have done this but let me go and see what i can do to make things better please also understand that you're never going to be a finished product humans are humans we make mistakes we go through things that kind of shape um the way we respond to those things the way we respond to other people but it's our job to to be very self-aware about those things and self-acceptance is i guess part of that you know understanding what's wrong what's right and sorting it out because y'all are too quick to be fixing these niggas but you don't want to fix yourselves what do you mean that was a very unnecessary comment but i know someone had to be dragged i just i, I just know it <laughs> but uh yeah that's lay wine i think i think it's it's the wine speaking i'm sorry but yeah that is um really all i have to say about the topic of self-acceptance not a very long podcast doesn't it really doesn't have to be but yeah no guys um please let's allow ourselves to be very self-aware let us explore the different types of self like listen you're not gonna if you are literally meditating on self-love articles every single day and shocked at you not progressing there's a reason like try explore all bits of it so you can kind of find your center kind of figure out you i sound like a chakrahan yeah i've (laughs) not find your center but kind of like find where the problem is and you can kind of identify self-image self-esteem self-identity because a lot of people do go through those problems um when they're figuring things out when you cannot identify with who you are what you want um, all of that stuff, I think if you go out and explore them, and if you have the privilege of going to therapy, I would highly recommend because it really does contribute to being able to achieve all those parts of your life. They did a number on me. Um, I'm not going to lie, I think going to therapy did help me um, reach this point in my life i'm satisfied guys i'm good and you're right and you're happy and you're hot have you seen me i don't know why for the longest time i just beat myself up so much because girl like if you guys actually yes now that we're here if you guys don't know who the person speaking is go follow me there by instagram at t underscore mphosi and please also go follow the podcast page at ntya ntya not that you and at ntyab underscore pod i need to learn i need to learn that thing off by heart properly but yeah also join the conversation by hashtag ntya ntyb <laughs> and uh let me know your thoughts on this topic uh try not to ask me any questions because i'm not an expert literally i was speaking from my um, own experience but it, it would be nice to hear your guys' experiences too I know there are people who specialize on the topic of self so um, what I can do is maybe look for some and if you need maybe 
me to help you <laughs> i don't mind but yeah thank you guys for joining this podcast i cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one it's gonna be really good it's gonna be really good okay bye